We are live and we are recording. So recording is in progress. Welcome everybody to our 154th meeting. Could you believe it? 154 meetings uh, after this one will be under our belt. Uh, today is May 3rd. And uh, just remember everything you hear today on our current event show is an opinion. Uh, so welcome everybody. Um, so before we get started on the topics that I wanted to cover with our current event show, how's everybody doing and who wants to say something? We missed it by one day, Jan. What was one day? What did we miss? Star Wars Day tomorrow. Oh, may the fourth be with you. That's right. Unfortunately, I can't hear what he was saying. He's calling from the car, I believe. So it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit rough audio, but it's better, better rough than none at all. So, Dave, why don't you uh, say what you want to say? Okay, be that way. Be quiet. All right, sorry. There he is. Anyway, oh, there he is. Uh, unmute him. All right, I'll unmute him just because of this time. There you go, Dave. I've unmuted you. Talk. Drive where you are. I'll take care of the muting and the unmuting for you. All right. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yes, yes. We're not doing commercials for T-Mobile. Go ahead. I just got out of uh, a Diana Ross concert. There's In the middle of the day? It's What was it, a concert for geriatrics? There was a concert for corporate. I just All right. You were doing the Milken show. So yeah. did you get any hot tips? Are you now a multimillionaire from that? Did you, are you running home now to buy stock? I've already done it overnight. <laughs> as soon as I found out. Uh, very I good. I didn't learn a thing. Nothing was, nothing was there. There was a whole lot of nothing. Well, let me tell you what actually happens, and you're probably right. A lot of people really don't want to talk about things in public. However, behind the doors and in the private meetings, all of these power players were talking about each other and what to do. By the way, there is a stock coming up. If you guys like uh, beginnings of stocks, now I don't, I don't, I don't pretend to be an expert in stock. As a matter of fact, most of the stocks that I own are in the toilet right now, and they've never made any money whatsoever, except for Apple. Uh, you know, Apple has done really well, but there is going to be a, um, a, a, a new issue of a stock from Johnson & Johnson that's going to come in, and the, it's opening this, for, uh, I don't know if you call it an opening or whatever, but it's called Kenview. It's an IPO from Johnson & Johnson, and uh, I'm really looking into that to see if I buy a you know, couple of shares of that. It's gonna be very inexpensive compared to Johnson & Johnson. But I don't give stock advice and everything you hear today is an opinion. So, you know, in my opinion, what can I tell you? You know? Don't put too so, much stock in that then. I wouldn't put any stock in that, as a matter of fact, if I was you. You know, if I bought, you know, my, my biggest holding is Petrobras, which I bought at about 80, and today, uh, it's, I think it just, just went below 10. So, you know, don't take my advice on stock. That's for sure, you know. Anyway, so we got a bunch of things to talk about. You know, we're going to be talking about AI. We're going to be talking about what happened in Utah, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, uh, it has to do with Pornhub, believe it or not. Um, we're also going to be talking about oceans and Twitter and, and uh, Fox and what's going on. So um, the Ukraine war, 
Did you guys see what happened? They're bl- the, the Russians are blaming Ukraine now for attacking the Kremlin. Did you guys see that video running all over TV? Uh, sure. You know, and of course, the Ukrainians are denying it. And, the, you know, and there's no proof that it really happened. And, and they're saying that Putin doesn't really live in the Kremlin, you know, and all this stuff. But, you know, you'll never we'll never know. We'll never know the truth on that. But, man, if I was the Ukrainians, I wouldn't think that's a bad idea to try to knock off the head of the of, of my enemy to, you know, who's trying to ruin my country, who is ruining my country. Oh, yeah. The only thing that's a bad idea is admitting to it. Yeah, it's uh, you know I guess uh, I guess that would be correct. I I guess that would be correct. But uh, anyway, they're all everybody everybody is denying it, and so there you have it. But it's I thought it was kind of interesting what what happened in the news uh, today. But you know they're saying that the Russians have lost a hundred thousand men. Did you guys hear that? Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. And the fighting is just about to begin again. So, I mean, I really wish I, I meet Ukrainians and Russians here. And believe it or not, they're not fighting with each other here in, 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 in Thailand. They are they're, they're loving and peaceful. And and uh, the, the Russians that were belligerent are seem to be very, very mellow these days. Very mellow. Uh, I guess it could be because they're trying to blend in and hide because if they get forced to going back, uh, they're going to have to go uh, fight in the war and uh, they don't want to. I remember the Vietnamese, but I didn't leave the country. I uh, I did the stupider thing. I enlisted in the National Guard. So that was, you know, so I, I should have went to Canada and I could have I could have met Neil, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell could have met all those people. Damn. All the guys from Second City, but I fought. Uh, I fought on Park Avenue. That's it. Uh, you know, that was my. That was my. That was my station, Park Avenue in New York City. You're from New yeah, York. The, the A is on the wrong end of the sentence for you to be a Canadian. A. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, um, so anyway, we were talking about. You know, we're talking about other things. So Pornhub. Of all of all things, the state of Utah, I don't know if you guys heard this, but the state of Utah said they passed the law and now it's official that if you go on to Pornhub in the state of Utah, you have to show them picture ID. You have to get you have to every time you log in, you have to submit a picture ID of a license or of government issued proof of identity. And Pornhub decided that, well, I'm going to block Utah. We're not going to go when, you know, it's, it's really un, unjustified that to go onto a website, any website, that you would have to show every time you log in your government ID. Uh, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but uh, I feel that would be a horrible thing for people to do that, you know? Of course. So I said, you know, there's got to be some humor here. And so I went to artificial intelligence and I typed in, I said, hey, write me a joke about this. And uh, this happened just before the writers went on strike, by the way. So uh, this, this material was written before the writers of Hollywood are on strike. And David, I want you to talk about that in a minute. But listen to the joke they came up with. And I thought it was kind of clever. All right. So basically, and here's the joke. 
Why did Pornhub block Utah? Because they realized the only kind of missionary position that Utah approves is of the religious kind. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. I guess. Um, what the? Oh, well. Yeah, tell us not to give up a stage drive. Yeah. So what's going on with the writer strike? What's the inside scoop? Everybody's out of work. Nothing's going on. And uh, hopefully it gets uh, settled because it's going to cost billions of dollars. Yeah, last yeah. time they went on strike, I remember it cost, uh, they say it cost like $200 billion or something like that. Some, and went on for 100 days. It was like very expensive. So here's, here's one way to look at this. Sam, they had the right strike. It went on for, like you said, months. And what happened? Reality TV happened because nobody was writing scripts. And reality TV took over, never went away. And I think that's what's going to happen with this one for the last a long time. AI is going to start writing scripts. And that's it. These people can't win. Well, it's possible, but you do you know that you cannot copyright uh, artificial intelligence uh, text? Or, you know, so basically, because it's not written by a human being, there's no protection. Yeah, but they're talking about a TV show, which is acting. By, yeah, uh, I know, but, but basically the writers, uh, the writers get protection, you could copyright the material. This way you cannot copyright any material that's created by artificial intelligence, because it's not written by a human being. And copyright laws only uh, happen to protect human beings. Right, which, so that uh, makes it cheaper, which means the producers don't have to pay. And the AI um, information that they write is taken from other contexts. Um, so, um, so it actually has infringement on other people's work. Well, the challenge is, is this, there's only so many words in the English language. And I'll give you an example right now, Ed Shearing is being sued by the relatives of, what is it, Marvin Gaye, is that, am I right yes. on that? Yeah, yeah and it's, really, it's ridiculous. And the reality is there are only eight notes in music. I mean, and when you look at it, the breakdown about how it was written, you know, with the quarter notes, the half notes, the, the tempo, the choruses. Yeah, there is some there is there is some similarity, but all music has some similarity uh, because you could basically I mean, basically four major chord patterns. You know? Yeah. And uh, basically they went and seen Ed in concert. And when he did a mashup with Marvin's song, they said that oh, they realized that he stole it from him. Yeah. When it I, well, in basically, the actuality, it's just a mash. He just he just did it because he said it sounded it sounded good with it, but he didn't eat. I guarantee you if he was alive, they wouldn't be suing. It's just the relatives who are greedy, just like what happened with Spirit and Led Zeppelin in that lawsuit for um uh what was the what was the what's Stairway the name to of that thing? Stairway, Stairway to Heaven. Heaven. You know, it's like, you know, uh Norman would never have sued Led Zeppelin, but it was the relatives who were greedy. The relatives, it's the relative it's all about money, man. Lost when it comes down to lawsuits, it's really all about the money. You know, that's what it is, you know. It's all relative. That's my opinion on that. What do you guys think? All relative. <laughs> it's all relative. 
Well, I agree with that. You know, everything is relative when it comes to that, you know, uh, you know, and, and especially as I always used to say, and my my friend Tony from the Rainbow, he would always say, wherever there's a will, there's always relatives, you know, so uh, to turn that around, that's the truth. Anyway, so um, speaking of censorship and stuff, uh, Fox fired Tucker Carlson, right? And so people were, were wondering why would Fox fire their number one star? You know, does anybody have any idea? <clears throat> yes, yeah, it's in the papers. Yeah, well, it turns out that Tucker Carlson had written a text to, to one of his producers talking about, I mean, you can't get any more racist than this, but he was saying, there was, there was a, a fight at the Capitol where these three guys were beating up a black man. And he said that that's not the way white men should fight. And he started rooting for the three men that were beating up this helpless black guy. And he, at one point he says in the text that he started wishing that they would kill him. And then he realized that that's the, a bad thought to have. But meanwhile, he had already expressed it. And so that is one of the reasons why they fired the guy. So not only is he a racist, but he's a racist. You know, so there you have it. So I hate to say it. Things. There are a couple other things he's done also that uh, I can't think of right now, but it's more than one. Something he wrote to something else he wrote to a colleague, and then yeah, other he wrote some, Yeah, he did. All right. So yeah, there's a movement through. right now. There's a movement right now against Fox, and it's called Unfox Me. And so basically, the way Fox makes his, makes all their money is what they call these carriage fees. And a carriage fee is basically if you have a TV set in your house and you've got Cox or you've got um, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, uh, what some of the what some of the cable companies you guys have? Dish Network, Spectrum, Comcast. What do you have up in uh, Seattle, Kurt? Uh, Comcast, Xfinity. Xfinity. Well, all of these companies pay Fox uh, a fee to be able to run to be able to put Fox's um, broadcast podcast. Yeah. News. on 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 those boxes and that's how they make most of their money so even if you don't watch fox you're still paying for it so there is a website called unfoxmycablebox.com it's just the way it sounds unfoxmycablebox.com and uh, basically if you go there you can sign up and they will contact your cable company on your behalf to see if they can get that money deducted from your bill so there you go. It's only three bucks, but it's something that you might want to look into. So uh, one of the things the cable company is going to be running this weekend is uh, the King's jaw King Charles's uh, coronation. Who's planning on watching that? I am. I attended a, uh, I attended a, uh, a BBC Zoom call this week. I tell you what, it is the world's largest deployment of 5G that they're doing this on. It is incredible what they're doing uh, for this. It's 
the BBC is pulling out all the stops. It's it's going to be technically brilliant. Really? Yep. It's about the largest 5G deployment within uh, 10 square miles. There's going to be more 5G there than on the rest of the planet. God help me. Oh, that's going to be cool. <laughs> Anyway, I threw a link in the chat because I found this article after I had sent the, 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 the text notes to uh, Tina. But it's uh, CNN, I believe. And it's everything you want to possibly know about the coronation uh, is in that. So if you're interested in watching it and you want to know more about the, the little, the, 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 the knickknack, little tiny knit-knit things about it, that is something uh, that you can uh, watch. So speaking about older than dirt, uh, which is amazing that because the last the, the last sermon was seven decades ago with Queen Elizabeth, seven decades. So we've you know we we have never seen a coronation of the King of England, and so we so, will be seeing that for the first time. I saw the Queen of England. I was a kid, but I saw it black and white TV. Really, I met the Queen of England, but I, I never got to shake her hand or anything like that. But I was uh, I was a few feet away from her when she came to visit Los Angeles, and I was the performing arts director of the City of Los Angeles Street Scene Festival, uh, because one of the other things that we did other than the street scene were other events, and one of the events that was when she came to visit Los Angeles. So I was involved in that, and I got to I, you know, I was close enough to throw a rock at her if I would have, but I didn't, you know. But, uh, you know, she was a small little lady. Very nice. Seemed like Jen, very I, nice. I got a question for you, Jen. Are you talking about when she did the thing at 20th Century Fox? Say that one more time. When she was at Fox, the big luncheon that she had, was that one of something that you did? No, I did it on the steps of City Hall when she was visiting the mayor. Oh. I did, did, she, did she have lunch at the luncheon at Fox during the same time? Yeah, yeah, it was the same trip. And uh, they they took the set, MASH had just finished uh, this series. So they had that soundstage empty. So they turned it into English countryside. They lined all the walls with paintings of trees and then they brought in real trees in front of it. And they had a raised dais that had nothing but English export. It had Rod Stewart and Elton John and Jane Seymour and all these English people who were living in the U.S. And they had her. And then down on the floor were all the Hollywood celebrities who never go out. Lucille Ball and Tallulah Bankhead and Betty Davis and all of these people came for this luncheon. And she had requested the entertainment. She requested Perry Como, Frank Sinatra, Fuck, who was this? George Burns and Dion Warwick. And I was working with Dion Warwick. And we were in Reno. We closed the show in Reno for two days and went down to LA and she performed in that. And it was pretty awesome to see all of Hollywood out to meet. It was Nancy Reagan's luncheon for the Queen. Ronnie Reagan wasn't there. So it was pretty cool. Very cool. So you would. So there are two people in the room that were close enough to the Queen to say that they met them. You know, I was, I was on the other side of the soundstage. You were closer. Ah, the Royal Highness. Well, I couldn't. That was too far from. I wonder what they served for food. I wonder if they've served. I wonder. Well, of course, they couldn't have served this, but uh, 
I guess uh, I guess uh, if 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 they would have had it then, she probably wanted to have a bowl of the new Kit Kat cereal. Have you guys heard about this? <laughs> Kit Kat just came out with the cereal. I mean, I can't imagine anything worse for you than eating a chocolate bar cereal. <laughs> well, Kit has Kit Kat has some interesting marketing in Japan. You know, in Japan, you can you can buy green tea Kit Kats. Mm. You can buy. You can buy wasabi Kit Kat. Yep, yep. They are. That is pretty interesting. But to have a cereal for kids, I can't imagine that that you know that's going to be good for you. It'll be sweet. It'll be delicious. Mmm. Right up there with. I was just going to say it's probably right up there, equivalent to cocoa puffs. Yeah. Yeah. Kit Kat is the most popular candy bar in the world. Wow. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're here walking to 7-Eleven, and, and they've got, like, displays everywhere in, in the store. Two or three displays of Kit Kat, you know. And they're, they're everywhere. That and M&Ms are very popular as well, you know. Yeah. So let's see. Every we talked about that. Let's see what else. All right, we mentioned we mentioned uh, artificial intelligence, but did you guys hear that Jeffrey Hinton, who had been called the Godfather of AI, confirmed that he left his role at Google last week to speak out about the dangers of the technology that he helped to, to develop? Yeah, that's pretty. Serious. AI, man, it's 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 like Skynet of Terminator. You know, I mean, what's going to happen when it really gets some power? I mean, and I understand the concept. If you go back to Terminator, they ended up taking over the computer systems of the world because they felt that they could do it better than the humans. And then they realized that the humans were their enemy because the humans were destroying the planet. You know, so go figure. I was telling, I was telling you earlier, Jan, that this video friend of mine was sending me some stuff today of ex-presidents. And the thing that I found was there was a lot of um, reverb or room, like they re like the audio was recorded in a giant room, um, even though it sounded very much like the president of whatever video it was I was watching. You could hear this. I don't know. It was. It just wasn't natural. Um, so they haven't perfected it yet. No, they haven't. But they and and here's another interesting thing that there's a special chip that they need to to uh, work with artificial intelligence. And there is such a run on those chips that they are having a hard time. It's almost like a Dante chip. You can't find them anywhere anymore. You know, so it's like uh, it's very, very difficult. And they were having a hard time finding those uh, those chips to perfect it. But the reality of art artificial intelligence is that it really will. They're saying that it's going to replace workers. I mean, it might it can replace lawyers right now. Artificial the the artificial intelligence can pass the bar exam. And they're saying that it'll, uh, you know, there are many, many fields that it will replace. It'll, they're saying that it'll, I don't know what a back office employee is, but they're saying that it's basically going to, to replace all back office employees. What does that mean? Anybody data know? entry clerks, data entry clerks, maybe possible, uh, um, you know, spreadsheet jockeys. Um, marketers. People yep. who don't deal with the public. They're in the back doing work, work. 
basically. You know? Yeah, I find that hard to believe that they'll be able to do well, entry, you know. But I just showed you. But it could be. I mean, I guess you, somebody's got to get the the data into the computer. The computer's not going to be able to get the data itself into the computer. So, so you know, and also, you know, we we just the last week. What was it? What what was it? Um, uh, Drake and the weekend. They somebody had put that together with artificial intelligence, and the song was the the song was trending like crazy on on all the music services. So because Universal, I believe, has the has uh, the contracts with both the Weekend and Drake, they were able to crush it in social media. They got it pulled off all of the engines. But the reality is, is that you know, like I said, you can't co- you can't copyright um artificial intelligence so the money that they were making on spotify youtube whatever they didn't have to pay anybody yeah did anybody hear that song yeah it becomes royalty free did anybody hear it guess not oh well i heard it but it i mean it wasn't anything like you know Google it, Google it, Google it. That's all I could say. Google it if you want to hear it. I'm sure it's, you know, once it's up on the internet, it's always up on the internet. You can find it somewhere. You can find it somewhere. But maybe not, because basically Elon Musk, you know, he bought Twitter and then he's having all sorts of challenges up with Twitter. But check this out. Based on based on what's going on right now, he bought the company for $44 million in October. And right now they're valuing it at 20 billion. He's lost over half the money. And now the guy that invented Twitter is got a new platform out, a blue sky. And everybody is thinking about jumping over to blue sky as soon as they could perfect it and get it out of beta. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, I got it. I got an invite. I'm in. It's really good. You know, Uh, and so basically, yeah, and that's going to be, I believe, Blue Sky is is going to be open source, mm -hmm. just like Mastodon, you know, but Mastodon's a little difficult to do. I have a Mastodon account, but it's a little difficult to understand. Anyway, but it's really good. It's far better than Twitter. And I don't know. uh, they're not worried about making money uh, because, well, they don't need to. Well, if it's uh, open source, then, you know, nobody's making money, you know, yeah. you know, or it's very limited. It's just basically the people who are supporting it uh, are, you know, like the mega donors give money. And then and that's how the people who but the guy I forgot the guy's name who uh, started Blue Sky. Uh, but he's the same guy that found the Twitter. Jack, I think, is his name. So anybody know? No, oh well. Anyway, I don't feel sorry for Elon Musk. What uh, were you Jack saying Dorsey. now? What happened with the rocket ship, Greg? It was Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey, Pardon? that's his name. Yeah. Pardon, <clears throat> you mean uh, the Falcon Heavy? Yeah. What happened? What What happened in Florida with the rocket ship that Elon Musk blew up? Oh no, no, that was out of Boca Chica, to Texas. That. And was. what's going on with that? Well, well, yeah, that thing has. I mean, it's a massive undertaking that that is and on the first stage i think it had 36 uh engines and eight of them didn't didn't fire correctly so by the time it was going to go up and separate 
uh, it was way out of kilter and they had to say, uh, hit the red button and blow it up. I think it, uh, they said uh, what they called it was an unscheduled rapid uh, disassembly of, of the Falcon Heavy. Yeah. So, but the bad thing about it is, you know, the thing was so big, they're now being sued by all sorts of uh, agencies because the debris fell down on a protected, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was protected area of the Gulf of Mexico. So yeah, the FAA is Yeah, the environmentalists are jumping in. Also, I heard it left a crater, like a crater where it took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a big thing. It's the largest rocket ever. You know, it, it, it was amazing that it actually took off, is what I'm saying. It's, it's an incredible, what they're doing is, next stage stuff in my opinion but um, yeah, it's it's crazy what they can do what nasa could do yeah are you familiar with the james webb telescope out there well they've just discovered a planet that's only uh 20 you know like we it's it's close by and now they know it's got a water atmosphere a vapor atmosphere water vapor atmosphere and uh it's possible that it it, it could maintain life uh, it's only 26 uh, light years away so if we could figure out how to get you know get up to speed we could be there in only 26 short years so uh, that's crazy it's probably jar jar binks home planet you never know you know, I'm just wondering if there's a way to go faster than the speed of light. Hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's a way. Ask, uh, ask, uh, uh, oh, GPT. Funny. Ask the AI. That should give you the answer, Dan. Not, not well, I'm right. I've got makeup. Kurt Hare in the room. He could tell me. Uh, not with our molecular makeup. We can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, it just seems like the speed of light is the fastest thing there is, you know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know, Superman's not even that fast. He can only go this the, uh, at this, uh, you know, the speed of a, uh, a bullet, you know, which is not all that fast, you know. No, he can um, go faster than a speeding bullet. Oh, he can't. Faster than a speeding bullet. That's it. There you go. And, uh, well, speaking of, uh, speaking of, you know, I guess let's not speak of that, but uh, let's talk about, uh, um, did you know right now that there are 2 million species believed to exist in the Earth, in, in the Earth, in the Earth's ocean, but only 240,000 have been described by scientists, according to the ocean census? That's a lot, 240,000. You know, every time I, every time I put one foot in the water, Every time I put one foot in the water in the ocean, I always feel like I'm part of the food chain. Do you guys feel that way? Well, it doesn't have to be the ocean. You could be part of the food chain in downtown LA, you know. <laughs> food train, a food truck, you know, that's it, you know. How did they get all those creatures to answer the census? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, maybe seahorse. You know, and the seahorse carried the mail for them, but um, whatever. It was so, Chat GPT. Oh, okay. The seahorse. There you go. They figured that out, right? Right. They got that together. Hey, so uh, basically, we got a couple of uh, unfortunate things um, that happened this week. I believe that uh, Harry Belafonte and Gordon Lighthood 
Uh, Gordon Lightfoot left us. Deo, Deo. I mean, talk about an iconic song. You got you work with Gordon Lightfoot, right, Greg? Yeah, it was a long time ago. He played at the uh, Veterans Memorial oh. in uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, at that time, I owned a regional sound company. Oh, you'll you'll love this, Kurt. It was Community Light and Sound, PA. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I I had a uh, uh, a Mavis desk and a Gelf desk out front. So, but he was really good. He was a really nice guy. So and Charlie uh, Morgan up here got his start being Gordon's front of house guy and built mm -hmm. a whole Northwest Sound rig. Mm -hmm all for gordon he was his touring guy for quite a long time actually yes when he was at the, top of the charts yeah yeah he, uh there were some really good engineers that come out of there too uh bill philpott uh, he did uh so many good canadian engineers um so but yeah now um I did. I never did uh, work with uh, Mr. Belafonte, though. He was he was a little bit. He wasn't torn that much when I was, you know, when I was in the day when I started. Put it that way. And I was seventy two. So, so. Yeah, he'd already kind of switched to advocacy and stuff by then, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, so, um, well, may they rest in peace for sure. And they definitely brought a lot of, I mean, Gordon Lightfoot, yeah, really good voice, uh, great songwriter, you know, well, he'll be missed for sure. Who else? Uh, Bachman, Randy Bachman. Yeah. They always what about Randy Bachman? That was from the Bachman Turner Overdrive, right? He died too. Yeah. He died too this week? Wow. So sad. So sad. Well, you know, nobody lives forever. That's uh CEO is arguably one of my least favorite bands ever. <laughs> yeah. And I it's in poor taste after he died, but uh you know what BTO stands for, right? I thought it served for Bachman Turn Overdrive, but I guess I was wrong. Better turn it off. Sorry. I think they only had one hit, right? Um uh, yeah, yeah. Taking care of business, which makes yeah. me that's why I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Sorry. Shouldn't speak ill of Ed. No Taylor Swift there. No no prolific songwriting like Ed Sheeran, you know, none of that going on there. But uh, anyway. Yeah, moving speaking along. of Ed Sheeran, uh but did you see uh today he announced that if he loses this lawsuit that he's in, he's just gonna he's just gonna stop touring. That's it. He said, I'm done. You know, um so uh, that's kind of interesting. So, is he going to stop touring or stop putting out new music? Both. He said, "That's it. I'm out of the music business." I find it hard to believe because he's he just announced the thought of, uh, a theater tour just the other day, where he's going to play really small venues. Right. But maybe maybe the lawsuit isn't going that good. I don't know. You know for him. Well, you know the reality maybe is it's just is frustrating. That, you know when you have people just suing you when you know that you didn't copy that song from anybody, you're just being creative. It probably just is frustrating because he's always been um, 
he seems like he's just very tired of the music industry anyways. So what well, is the backstory? Getting sued these days in the music industry, it seems like, you know, if you have some success, people want people want some of that from you. And if they feel they have any reason at all to sue you for whatever reason, they're going to sue you. I mean, some of them are, fl- are frivolous lawsuits. Some, some have some merit. I mean, but the reality today, people are sampling a lot of music. I mean, I listen to I listen to the radio and I hear a lot of familiar riffs in songs that are newer than uh, the riffs that I remember. I mean, like, for example, and and I'll give her some credit right now. um, Doja Cat has a song out that is very similar. Uh, It actually won the song of the year, I believe, last year, uh, where it has uh, uh, some outtakes from that song physical that Olivia Newton-John made. But before they did it, they bought the rights to, to the snippet from the guy that wrote it, who happens to be a friend of mine. And he and he's made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of that. So, yep. Uh, Gary, Gary Newman, remember, uh, you know, here in my car, dun, dun, you know, last year he was in the UK. He was named the most sampled artist in the world. And he's making money hand over foot. He says, you know, uh, I don't have to tour again ever. You know, all what I kind of song? Do... What songs have he written? What did, what songs did he have? Remember his big hit was Here in My Car, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun It was all. Um, it was that 80s pop? Yeah. Yeah. 80s synth yeah. Pop. yeah. Synth pop. Yeah. That's it. Did him once at a show up here, actually, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tons by the way, sample. just an FYI, Google now, Google search. If you go to Google search on your phone, both the iPhone or, you know, Android or whatever, and you go to the Google search uh, and you hit the microphone button, if you'll see on the bottom, it'll say search songs. I don't know if you could see that. I'll write down there, search songs. You see it over there? Anyway, Basically, what it will do, you can just hum the song, and it will. It's phenomenal, absolutely, in figuring out songs. So Google, if you do a Google search, and you you just can hum it, la 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 da da da, so, and so it will. It, it's very accurate, extremely accurate, better than better than Soundhound or Shazam. I was gonna say that they must have bought Shazam, right? Because they were the first ones. Well, Shazam was bought by Apple, and I think Soundhound, I don't know what happened to Soundhound, but the, the, it's now incorporated in the Google search, and it's very, very efficient. I mean, really efficient. I was very impressed with uh, how, how it gives you, uh, how it picks up the song, and it will give you really um, inane little bits of songs that you, that, of artists that have written the song than you even knew about, you know? So like uh, uh, I so I did a, a song that was written by um, Harry Nielsen uh, without you, and I didn't realize how many people have recorded that song until I you know hummed it into the Google thing, and they came back with with bands and acts I had never heard of that have done it. So it's really efficient if you uh, if you've never tried it, try it. Um, speaking of efficient uh, and what's going on and food, Kurt, you're in the room. Uh, CNN just did a take on the best cities in the world to eat. 
And believe it or not, Thailand came in at number, what is it, coming, coming in number seven? No, number eight. Thailand came in at number eight. And they say the highlight of Thai food is Tam Yang Kong, which is um, basically uh, lemongrass, earthy gongle. Of, it, it, it's a chili. It's basically Thai chili. And Masaman, which is a Thai curry with Islamic roots, which is more of a more of a food from India, really delicious. And Samtam, which my girlfriend eats all the time, which is a green papaya salad, which is very difficult for me to eat. But um, anyway, uh, and the number one city in the world for food, according to CNN. Anybody want to take a guess? Paris, Memphis. Nope, 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 nope. Paris was in there, though. Uh, France was number three. The United Ooh, States was number 10. Budapest. Uh, no, they didn't even hit the list. Japan, Japan was number five. Spain was number four. China, oh. believe it or not, was number two. But the according to CNN, the best city in the world to eat in is Italy. Well, that's a country, not a city. Oh, well, yeah, the city, is, I don't even know. Oh. All right, you're right. You got me, you got me. So I'll throw that. Tina, do you have that link? I don't know if you have that link, but I do. So uh, I'm going to throw the link in uh, the chat about the food. So you guys could see what cities they are. But uh, It's Rome. It's Rome, really? Rather, rather than Naples, oh my goodness, or Florence. Mm. Well, or, or, or Florida Milan? didn't make it, believe or, it or not. No Venice? city in Florida was on that list. But Greg, yeah. what's going on with this seaweed? Oh man, if you're on the east coast of Florida, I mean, it, the, the things that, uh, the amount of seaweed that's coming this way, it's, it's sarcastic seaweed. Uh, Currently, right now, they say it's the uh, it's growing, and it's about the size of the state of Rhode Island right now. And they expect by the time it gets into the Gulf, we'll see it on the west coast of Florida probably in July. But uh, the east coast, you know, like if you go to Daytona Beach or any of those beaches, it's just piled up. It's you know, and then it decays in the sun and smells like rotten eggs. But uh, what can they do to get rid of it? Is there is there there's nothing they could do to destroy it? It's very beneficial for the ocean, actually. So it just sucks when it uh, when it comes up on the beaches. They say it's starting to pile up on the beaches right now. I saw some pictures about in South Florida, Mexico, the Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, it's 5,000 miles long. Yeah. Wow. That's a long, that's, that's bigger than the United States. It's from coast to coast. That's That's exactly right. It's bigger than the United States. It's just Florida being punished by God for having Ron DeSantis. Yep. That's right. (laughs) I think uh, Mickey Mouse had a, had, had something to do with it. That's what it is. There you go. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know why he decided to pick a fight with 
with the mouse, you know? They, the reality is, is that it's a losing battle because everybody loves Disneyland, everybody, you know? I mean, anytime a sports team wins, the commercial is, guess where we're going, you know? Disneyland, we're yeah. going to Disneyland. Everybody yeah, they're not loves. saying, hey, well, I'm going to the White House. No, I'm going to Disney World or Disneyland, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, but Disneyland, I hear, is now going to put in a theme prison. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of memes coming out there, you know, you know and, and uh, uh, Goofy walking around in an orange uh, uh, Florida Department of Corrections jersey, you know, hugging hugging little kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that's funny. That's funny. All right. So anyway, what else is going on in the world? Do you guys know what a vampire straw is? Yeah. So it's a guy funny. got a guy got his taken away. He was traveling. He was in. He was from Boston. He was traveling, and the F the the FA. What is it? The FAA, the TSA. They they confiscated his uh, his vampire straw, and basically, um, it's it's designed to. Uh, I guess it's a weapon, you know. But it's really a straw disguised as a weapon. Yeah, with a sharp point. You know, and they're like seventy bucks. I don't know. I mean, you could buy you. You know, straws are free. You know, I don't. You can get a metal straw for like nothing. You know, these days. You know. So um, anyway, just uh, thought I'd bring that up. And speaking of public uh, they're, health, they're, they're made of titanium. Is that what it is? That's why they're so expensive. Yes. Yeah. Well, By the way, speaking of public health. You. I was just going to say, Jen, I can't tell you the number of times I screwed up and left left my uh, left my gig tools in my carry on bag and lost them at TSA at least 30 times, 40 times at least. Yeah. You know, and I, I was just traveling. I was flying from Bangkok to um, to Phuket and I had my little pen knife which is my, my Swiss Army pen knife, which I loved. And it's really tiny and small. It's got two blades. It's, it's, it's got one blade, and a, a nail file, and then it's got a pen and a toothpick. And I, I realized I had it with me and I had to give it away to somebody, you know, at the airport because I was afraid to go through immigration or through, through security with it because I, I figured because I was a foreigner, I didn't want any trouble whatsoever. So I gave it away to somebody at one of the executive clubs that worked there. And really, it was a bummer. I hated it, man. I'll tell you, I, 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 it's every time I, every time I even think about flying, I curse Assad and Bin Laden. I curse him. I curse him. I curse him. It's he is he he basically one one guy ruined flying for everybody forever, man. You know, but, I mean, I'm, but now though, you know, it's it's the new Karens and the Kens. That are you know, I mean, a week doesn't go by where you where you read a story where somebody hit a flight attendant or tried to open up the door, you know. Well, the video I, on the news last week what was that was incredible. Yeah, they punched the guy, punched a flight attendant, and then opened up the the door. I mean, what, yeah. what, where does this world coming to? Yeah, where was this? 
Uh, it was on a Union. Frontier flight. Frontier flight, yeah. Frontier Airlines. Yeah. Wow. And he just wanted to get off the plane that fast? Or was this in midair? No, it wasn't in midair. It was it was on the it was on the ground. But that's uh, crazy. What what's they, wrong they, with they you? asked him to change seats or something? I mean, that's crazy. It's it's absolutely insane that that could happen. I mean, you would think about it. I mean, I just saw a YouTube video where a pilot where this woman was wearing something that was offending everybody. And so the pilot came out and said, you know, you, you got to take that off, you know, or I, 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 I didn't get to cover up for, yeah, whatever it was. And then and the pilot said, listen, I'm going to give you a choice. You could either you could either take that off and be safe or, well, you could leave the plane. Those are your two choices. And the woman said to the pilot, well, who are you to tell me that? And the guy said, I'm the pilot. I'm the captain of this ship. I, I create the rules. He said, well, where is it written? He says, I just told you that I think it's not safe. Now you have two choices, and I'm not going to tell you again. What do you want to do? But you see these, you see these videos of these guys fighting with with other passengers for no reason. I mean, the one that really stands out in my mind is this guy was sitting in first class, right? And he wanted a drink and they wouldn't give him a drink because they were too busy. And he got into a huge fight with the, with, with, the, with the flight attendant. And so the marshals came and dragged him off the plane. And there he is, you know, he was crying. He had lost a shoe, you know, and, uh, and now he's banned from flying. It's like crazy. Well, that's what alcohol will do for you. Yeah. Not like airline drinks are that good anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Did they still serve them in the little bottles? No. No. Yeah, yeah they do. Oh, they do? It depends. Oh, yeah. Depends on what you order. I mean, and it depends on how busy they are. Sometimes yeah. they'll, sometimes, most of the time they'll mix it for you. But I have ordered like a rum and coke and they'll give me a rum and coke. Here, you do it oh. yourself. Yeah, I you know what's when... really bothering me right now, speaking of the little bottles? I don't know if they're doing this in the United States because I haven't been in a hotel in the United States in a while, but you guys have, so you'll tell me. So now when we go into the hotels like the Marriott or, or any of the, the major hotels or even the little hotels now, they no longer give you the amenity bottles of the shampoo and the soap and, and all that stuff. Now they, have them, now they have these big dispensers on the wall. Yeah, it's gone European. That's the the European way, or at least that's what I when I was when I was with Showtime and they took me to Europe when I was following Tyson around. That was where I saw that stuff was. They have the three canisters on the wall. You had body wash and shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, yeah, and so, and it's way. like I used to have a big collection of that stuff, and now it's going to be valuable. Except I uh, I don't know what happened to it. You know. <laughs> they go back. For a couple of years. Anyway, I used, to, I used to collect hotel room keys. That's what you know when they when they would give you the key. I never turned the key back in because they're you know especially in Europe they had massive you know beautiful keys and um, I had you know I had a spot in my road case that's where all my keys were. I had them in like four ammo safes and uh, yeah I've lost them over the years. I well, now you I couldn't had... have them anyway because of the weight restrictions of the suitcase. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. It was flying cargo, you know. <laughs> so I don't care. You, you know? didn't make any cool sound panels out of them or something, Greg? 
yeah, you know, that would have been, that would have been great, but I don't know, moving, moving here to Florida somehow they, yeah, they didn't make it. Um, could have put him in, yeah. in the spokes of his bicycle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had keys to every single room at Swingos, you know, in Cleveland, which was at that time, that was the hotel to be in in Cleveland and um, every single room. It was great. So back in, back in the 70s, I was on the road with Mandrill and we went over to Morocco to do a festival. And the room keys were like, just like you said, really fancy stuff. They came out and wouldn't let the bus leave until I got every key back. From yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like charging you for the pillows and stuff like that you would take or the robes you'd steal from the room, you know, the towels. You know, now, now the towels are, are basically not worth taking. <laughs> They've come to that realization, you know. Anyway, the other thing is going on a base. Another thing that's going away right now is the free COVID test as of May 11th. So if you want to get any free COVID tests to, to you know, in the United States, uh, you need to order them right now. Uh, otherwise, uh, you're not going to be able to get them for free anymore. So uh, they'll give you up to four free kits delivered to your home. So um, just an FYI, that stops on May 11th. So if you're thinking about getting it, anyway. Anyway, yep. um, the last story that I have is Adidas shareholders have filed a class action lawsuit against Adidas for failing to warn investors about their um, their extreme behavior uh, exhibited by the rapper form formerly known as uh, Kanye West uh, before their partnership ended. And so now the company said in February it was expected to lose $1.3 billion in revenue this year because it was unable to sell uh, the designer shoes that, uh, and now he calls himself Yee, um, and yet Yee was a billionaire. So Tina, I remember we were talking about this, and you say he wouldn't be affected much. Well, he was a billionaire last year, and today he's only worth five hundred million. So I really feel sorry for him. You know, that's a basic uh, basic story there. So um, you know, what can I tell you? <sighs> Anybody have any comments on that story? Sometimes crazy doesn't pay. Yep, <laughs> that's right. When did he change his name again? Well, he should probably change it immediately, if not sooner, you know? Uh, last, I guess, oh, I said that was the last, but I got one more. Mojave Max, you guys know who Mojave Max is? He's a tortoise that lives, he's like 100 years old, 900 years old or whatever anyway uh he's like uh Poxitani phil but he lives in las vegas and he came out of his hole so uh it means that there will be a summer this year and so um he's pretty cute he's a pretty big tourist but he's uh you know what a tortoise he is and so he mojave max he's out and alive right now and he's there at uh, Springs Preserve, if you want to go visit them. By the way, what's going on in Vegas? Anybody? Uh, it's just growing and growing and growing. I actually, I was going to ask Tina that. Uh, have you been to the uh, Sphere yet? Uh, no, no, I've been by it, but I haven't been in it. I don't think it's open yet. It doesn't. I don't open think it yet. Yeah. It opens this week, doesn't it? I thought it was the yeah. first week of May. Yeah, they. I think they're behind. They schedule. were selling tickets. 
I think they're behind schedule. Yeah, their deadline is is the Formula One, right? Uh, yes, yes. Um, and I think they got uh, the, the U2 is concerts are going in there as well, but I don't remember the dates on that. We could yeah. look that up. We could have that information for you next year. Anyway, yeah, that's all the information to share anybody have anything else they want to share before we say goodbye to the uh social media public how long before Vegas gets the uh, uh golden state warriors and just completes the trifecta of stealing oakland football or sports teams yeah, um, yeah they just believe it the a's are going to las vegas now what are they going to do for for the games in the summer i mean how could they play in 110 120 degree heat they'll build a um, dome well, the other team, um, the minor league team um, plays in the heat, but their ballpark is in Las Vegas. And they said that the A's will probably, if they can't do a temporary lease with Oakland prior to their um, um, stadium, being, their ballpark being built, that they may possibly play there for now. They can't play in the football place. I mean, they did that here, the uh, the. Uh, the Mariners and the Seahawks both played in the Kingdom. They had to completely change the turf every time, but no, they're yeah, not going to play I, in the Legion. They're going to play at the ballpark. I would imagine they could do it at the Legion because that place is huge. It's they're nuts. they're not going to do it at Allegiant. It, it was already announced. It's they're not Allegiant's not going to change everything for the baseball because it's it's dirt and stuff. They they they're going to play at the ballpark in Summerlin if they do play here. Plus, it'll be too booked once Golden State Warriors move there to be able to handle all three teams well <laughs> if golden state comes here no but golden state already went somewhere they went to san francisco they have their brand new chase uh, arena there i think the I, lakers are going to i think the lakers are play <laughs> games in in vegas now right no 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 the lakers don't play at all in vegas no no, no lakers no. lakers and clippers play at crypto or whatever it's called these days it's not staples anymore I thought the Lakers have played a few right. games up in Las Vegas. No, that you're you're talking about the summer league when they play out here, when all the teams play here in the summer league, but they don't play here. Or when they oh. have special games here prior to the season start, every year the Lakers do play here um, before the season starts. They play a game here. Or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to say, we've been watching uh, David's uh, commute. He's got a long commute back from that gig. It was just a lot of traffic. It's five, six o'clock. Ah, okay. Five to six o'clock. It took me. It takes me twenty-five minutes at six o'clock in the morning, and it took me an hour at six o'clock at night. And he's using the backways, the backways and alleys. Were you working the show or just at the show? No, I was working it. I was one. I was in one of the rooms. And, uh, yeah, him and Kenny Newman and a few other David Bivens, uh, hey, uh, not David Oliver. Bivens, uh, David um, Richard Richard Bevan and Steve Richard Oliver. Bevan. Dan Casting was there, and the show was in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. Well, yeah, because of the, the it's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, like uh, seven in the morning to five o'clock at night, and on Wednesday it ends at one thirty, and then they go over three o'clock and get to see a concert. Last year was the Beach Boys, and then at night they did Foster. This year it's, uh, I think it's Kevin Hart tonight, and it was Diana Ross in the afternoon. 
Yeah, Michael Milken's got a, a ton of money. I believe, you know, he went to jail. I believe he was the guy that invented the junk bond, uh, if Mike I remember Bill correctly. He's building a building right across from the Treasury Department in Washington, D.C. that looks like the Supreme Court building for his foundation. Greek revival, columns, the whole thing on Pennsylvania Avenue for his foundation. That's how much money there is. Yeah, I love the I love that uh, Roy. Cl I think his name is Roy Clark. Is that was uh, what's what was the comedian's name who does the Daily Show? Was it Roy Clark? Is that his name? No. Anyway, he's a, it was he's a black comedian. He's on the uh, he he's one of the hosts of the uh, uh, of the Daily Show, and he was this guest uh, comedian at the uh, the uh, big show in Washington where the uh, the uh, all the politicians come together with all the journalists. I, I, I got mental block on the name of that show, too. Are you talking about Trevor Noah? No, no, no. The guy that replaced her, Roy, oh, Roy, I think Roy his name Wood was, Jr. Roy Wood Jr. He was hilarious. If you haven't seen him, he was really, really hilarious. And he talks about billionaires, how billionaires, you know, they have hobbies of collecting. And he says this guy, uh, Trammell Crow, his was you know he's he like crazy that he's collecting supreme court judges you know and he, he bought he bought a supreme court judge and it's amazing because there's only two black supreme court judges and he has half the inventory now <laughs> so just, i bet it was just really funny yeah you gotta watch it anyway all right if anybody has nothing more to say or anybody has something more to say uh we'll say goodbye to everybody does anybody have the last choice last chance boy i can't even speak correctly anymore anybody have anything that they want to say before we say goodbye see y'all next week all right see you all next week it'll be 155 uh if, if we're alive oh by the way um remember the king's coronation this week and uh, my birthday uh, I will be turning 72 on May 7th. Could you believe it? Uh, so that's uh, Sunday. So uh, next, when you see me next, I will be a year older. What can I tell you? Uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's. We look that's, forward that's to the, the Facebook posts. And we'll be celebrating David's birthday because David's birthday uh, is the. I always get confused, but I believe it's the 10th, right, David? So the sources the 10th on the 9th you're the 9th that's well my cousin's birthday was the 9th as well but i knew it was somewhere and tom source yep so and and they're all uh, alumni of the show anyway happy birthday to everybody who needs to be wished happy birthday and we'll see you all again next week remember everything you heard today is an opinion welcome to our current event show today is may 3rd and uh, you make it happen have a really safe and healthy week and we'll see you again next week and with that we are off the air bye everybody